come Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Blixin' and blixin' and all his reindeers pullin' on the reins. Welcome back to a holiday edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. I am Cleve Gaddis, and I appreciate you joining us this fine Saturday morning in the thick in the middle of the holiday season. I'm joined in the studio for the third week in a row by Tammy Slay of Dallas, more specifically Frisco, mm-hmm. Texas. Tammy, welcome back. Thank you, Cleve. Thanks for being here. Thanks for inviting me. Do you me. like being on the radio? I do. You do? Why it's, do you like being on the radio? Most I, people, I've talked to people about being on the radio show, and they're like, oh my gosh, I could never be on the radio. I would be so nervous to be on the radio. I love the unscripted parts. Oh, you do? I, I do. I just love the conversations that we have. And <laughs> we, we've gone more and more unscripted as we've done this together. So when we used to be fully scripted, the shows, when you would show up to do them, were actually scripted for me. So somebody yeah. was writing the content for me. And you basically just had to sit here awkwardly and kind of listen and let me ask you questions. And the last time we did that, I thought, that is not right. She's in this studio, and we need to get her thoughts on things. Because there's tons of people driving around on Saturday morning in Metro Atlanta who would like to hear what somebody from Dallas, Texas, or at least somebody who's been in the real estate business for 18 years, I believe, you know, thinks about real estate. So I'm glad you're here, and I appreciate that you just come on back every time. I want you to come back. If somebody wants to get in touch with us, it's easy. GoGaddisRadio.com is where you go. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can push back. Tammy giggles every time I say push back because she thinks that people should push back on some of the things that I say, and I agree. You can share your ideas with us, request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can do my favorite thing. And if you want to give me a Christmas present, I just got an idea. Go to our website, scroll all the way to the bottom, click on your preferred podcast platform and subscribe to our podcast, whether it's on Google Podcast or Apple Podcast or Spotify or SoundCloud or any of the all, all the major podcasting um, networks, we are available and we'd love for you to be a subscriber. Tammy, John decides to list his home. He decides in late October, he wants to list his home because he's got a job transfer coming up. He's got to be in a new city by the beginning of February. My guess is that based on the news that John hears on a daily basis, that John is very likely pessimistic. He is very likely frustrated. He is very likely not enamored in any way with the prospects of selling his house because the news media makes it sound like there's no way in the world he's going to be able to sell a house. So my first question for you is, can someone sell a house in today's market? Oh, yes. Okay. And is that 100% yes? Yes, you just had 1,095 of them. So. so that's a 100% yes. So if John lists his house, there are four things, in my opinion, that he needs to be concerned with. Number one, he needs to be concerned with the location of the home. Now he can't do anything to change mm-hmm. The location of the home. But what I mean is, for example, a home in a neighborhood that is at the very front entrance of the neighborhood that sits right on the street, they tend to be worth a little bit less than those that are deeper into the neighborhood that are a little more secluded. Same way in te- Texas. Also, if you have one in Georgia, you don't have big hills in Texas and not in Dallas, but in Georgia, you have big hills. And so in some cases, you'll have a house on a hill and it actually looks over into the detention or retention pond of the neighborhood. Huh. And I'm not saying that that makes it work less. I'm saying it could make it worth less. So the first thing you have to consider is location. The second thing I believe you have to consider is the condition. Mm -hmm. 
So if John wants to make sure he gets his home sold so he can move to his new job on time, and he is worried and pessimistic about the possibility of getting it done, first thing he's got to think about is location. How does that affect pricing? The second thing he's got to think about is condition. And you can sell a house in any condition whatsoever. For those who just heard a phone ring, that's your daughter calling you on your phone. I know. She's trying to FaceTime me. Oh, I love I wish we could do that because she's got your grandson. She does. And you and I both love the mister. I know, rent. You, you, you and I both love the mister. So second thing okay. is the condition of the home. A lot of people say, well, you have to put the home in the right condition for the price. And I say, no, you have to put the price at the right place for the condition. Mm-hmm. Meaning if a home is not in great shape, you can sell it. It just has to be priced correctly, right? Yes, I agree. And, but if you, if it's in uh, B condition, A's the best, B's in the middle, C's in the bottom. If it's in B condition, if you want to sell it for more money, you can invest a little money and get it to A position. And in general, you'll sell it for a lot more money. You agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. And then the last thing is marketing. So location, condition, pricing. Oh, I, I left out pricing, you didn't left I? Out pricing. Pricing. Pricing, because I think I talked about yes. it as far as the condition. So yes. the pricing needs to be right based on the market and the marketing. So let's talk about that. If you had a seller, uh, just like John, who was uh, nervous about his possibility of being successful, but who had to be successful in order to get his relocation. He, let's just say he'd only lived there for a year mm-hmm. and a half or two years. So he wanted to get all his money back if he could. What advice would you give him if he was not getting adequate showings and he was not getting any offers? Uh, so can I add a four, a fifth sure. to your uh, list? Please. Um, availability. Okay, so can we put that... uh Uh-oh, I almost pulled my headphones off with Uh my foot. My gosh. (laughs) For anybody who watches the videos on Facebook, you're going to see me jerk my head to the left with my foot in my my headphone (laughs) cord. Can we say that... um, What what did you say? Availability. Can we put that as part of marketing? As a subcategory of marketing? Mm -mm. No. Why? Marketing gets people to the Mm. door. Yeah. The door's opened by the seller. Okay. So if the seller says no showings can happen between 10 and 3, I can get people to the door, okay. but I can't, okay. I can't okay. get them inside. I, I, I get it. I get it. I and get it. So, so, but the, so that's a way a seller can shut down the effectiveness absolutely. of the marketing of a property. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if, if they're not getting the showings they want, that's on me. As a, yeah, that's on an agent. If they're not getting the request for showings. If showing. they're not getting the request for showings. But if you're getting them and you're not agreeing, let them come in because you know the baby's asleep or whatever, you just have to make sure you're right. accommodating. Or you're getting yeah. the showings, but you're not getting any offers. What yeah. are they seeing when they get there? If the price and the photos and the location all attracted enough buyers to make an appointment yep, and they get there and something's off-putting, to them when they get there. So that would be like a condition issue, right? Or it could be the seller stayed home. But that could that would be condition. That would be okay, so when you you're think right, about you're right. it. That so, is, so, yes. so that but what a great thing. So there is overall condition to the house, which mm-hmm. could be, hey, if you've got that beautiful wallpaper from yes. nineteen ninety-three. <laughs> it's got the vines growing right up the wall and around the corner. That's condition of the home. But if you've got dirty baby diapers in the diaper hamper yeah. in the room, or you've got uh, mothball smells in or the closet, a lot or of you've the got pets. a lot of pets that, that you walk in. We were walking through the airport recently, and I swear, leaving the North Terminal smelled like a wet dog. Yeah. Did you notice that I last did. night? Yes. I was like, yes. And, and it's so off-putting. So 
Location. Can't do anything about location, but you got to understand uh-huh. how it affects pricing. Number two, condition. Yeah. That is the condition of the home from a how old does it look, but it's also a condition of the home as to what does it look like when I get there to show it. I come there to show you got four cars in the driveway. <laughs> Two of them are up on blocks like somebody was trying to change their oil 12 years ago and got off track. That is not going to help you sell your no. home. So condition when they show up, what they see is so, so very important. Very important. Very important. And I see your point on availability to show the home being mm-hmm. separate from marketing because even if you have the best marketing the best marketing programs out there um, that can't overcome not yeah. get not being able to get people in the home. And today, if I tried to show a home, I mean, if I tried to see a home myself as a buyer and a seller said no once or twice, I'd probably just mark them off the list. I'd say, well, you can keep your house. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't go because back. Because there's going to be so many other houses yeah, to go see. Totally. So I always tell my sellers that my job is to get the doorbell rung. Your uh-huh. job is to make sure what they experience when they come in the home does the other part. So it's a 50-50. I do all the attraction to get them there. Mm -hmm. But the seller has to take it and what they present to them when they get in the door. So here's what I'm thinking as you give us all this good advice, and that is uh, it's not rocket science to sell a house, meaning it's not that difficult. And But it is difficult to take someone like John, mm-hmm. who may or may not want to hear what you have to say as a real estate professional, and to tell him anyway. Because I, I know we don't have a crystal ball, so we don't know exactly what we need to do, but we know close to what we need to do. And so the reality is, is if John has a locational issue that affects the value of his home, he needs to understand that from his agent. He needs to listen. Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean he has to buy it, I mean, but he needs to listen to the agent, absorb what the agent is saying, and then decide whether or not he believes him or her enough to move forward with him when it comes to condition. Great. When you walk in, I mean, honestly, if you're still asleep in the bed as I come through for showings, that is not going to make the experience yeah. better for and buyers. I've, I've had a seller many times was asleep in the bed. Absolutely. And I've had uh, yeah. I've had people not know somebody was in the bed, open the door, walking in the master bedroom, and all of a sudden something starts to move. Talk about a house they're not going to buy. Oh, no, that's scary. That's exactly right. That's yeah. exactly And the truth is, now, we, if somebody's going to be in the house, we typically don't put the lockbox on the front door. We actually let them bring it inside so when they're at home, they can close the door. Nobody can get to the lockbox, and they can only get to it if they're gone. I don't even know if you can do that in in Texas, but that helps a lot in our area. You can do it. Um, I I know that's your approach. It's not my approach um, just because I've never heard anybody do that. So it's it's an interesting one. Mm -hmm. um, So you know what made me think? If so, if I listed my house, my third daughter lives at home with me, ain't no way in hell. Ooh, I don't know if I can say that on the radio. <laughs> you did. No way in heck that I am going to put a lockbox on the yeah. front door and somebody be able to walk in there without her understanding what's going on. And so I would just want to be able to have it inside. So if she's there and I'm not there and there's got to be a showing, she just puts a lockbox out when she leaves and yeah. it's all good. So it's just probably my personal preference, a little little pet peeve, if you will. So if you've got a home listed or you have to list a home, it is about location, condition, marketing, pricing, and availability. It's about five different things. 
And if you don't have all of those boxes checked off, it's possible you will not be able to sell your house. But if you have those boxes checked off or you understand each box's effect on the value of your home, you are guaranteed to sell your home in today's market. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we got to recognize our valuable sponsor, O'Kelly and Sorehand, because we ran out of time. And if you don't mind, Tammy, I'd love to pick up a little bit of conversation on what upgrades make sense in terms of resale value, not just usability for the person that makes the upgrades. Can we do that in the next segment? Stick with us. We'll be back.